0: What was the busted name that Pearl got to name Greg? i like, Greg
1: Universe. <laughs> I'm Greg
0: Universe. Thank you. I'm Greg. It's
2: time
1: for some Greg
0: appreciation.
1: I yes.
2: feel like
3: my note vis-à-vis Um Greg Universe. It is the same kind of humor as Pad Parasha, where it works every single time, yep. and I don't oh, yeah. know how they did it.
2: That's actually <laughs> funny because one of my notes from earlier I skipped over is I'm upset that we got Pad Parasha, but not a single Pad Parasha joke from her in the movie. Oh. oh, yeah.
0: Well, okay, real quick, I wanted to point out that you don't know who just landed that giant machine on Earth. She is a gem. And then we get the reveal that she is, in fact, a Mm -hmm. and And my favorite detail of her design, to this day, is that her head runs on Mickey Mouse logic. Yeah! And that is such a good little thing that they managed to sneak in there. No matter what direction her head is, her little... Heart tails are in the same place on her head, no matter what angle. Yeah, that's such a neat
2: detail. I love everything about like the classic spinel or like the original spinel design. Oh, and it it's is so just, good! It's so good, and, like she's just fun. I love just like all the antics she gets up to uh, with all her like stretching little, like, and shape-changing and
0: stuff. Yeah, her, her little physical quirks that she does whenever, like, she's, like, saying certain things. She causes
1: hijinks. It's actually almost, like, tragic that she is, like, a perfect pink-cut gem. because It is extremely insuff- tragic. Before she's unsufferable, she's, like, like, I feel like I would never be able to deal with her forever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she is so, like, she just picked, what's this thing do? And then, like, she's DD-pressing the button in Dexter's lap. Oh like, you don't want to hang out with yeah. them forever. Like, she's very dd He's uh, at 110% yeah.
0: all
2: time. Who we are. Bismuth finally got her song. And the whole thing with the molten star. How oh. Oh,
3: the molten star moment was so fucking good. And how oh. it finally <laughs> lifts Steven
2: back up. Ah, oh, the Crystal dams. No, yeah, it, she it, just like it.
3: fucking goes
2: hard on that. It's she not like, it's not the best so thing I've ever hard. heard. But she's all over the place in the right way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, I listened to this song because I listened to it too many times one day and now was in my like, like shuffle frequently on it's Spotify for the repeat. And
2: just as like a song
0: on its own, it's probably my favorite song in the movie. And what I, what this does have, and it is my favorite thing in musicals ever, is lay motifs. It is. It calls back to the melody of, here we are in the future, multiple times for the song. And I love that that is a through line throughout the entire film. I also just love the line that Steven
2: uses to show how wrong things are. "Is look at them, they're not even singing. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah this is, <laughs> clearly something's wrong. Even if something, even if they weren't in a good place, they would be still singing. If it's about to die, they're still yeah, singing. Yeah,
3: that's very telling of... The show as a whole,
1: yeah. So, okay, also, but here's the thing actually. I just realized uh, so this is not Stinging how you and crying. Is, the show, this is not why the characters were chosen and stuff like this because you don't come up with the villain and the whole plot and then decide which characters are going to be in the mix. But this is actually interesting. Like, the, if you had to pick between the B team or the A team getting like uh, revert, like, rewinded, you 100% would prefer it this way.
2: It's a really good use
1: of the B team, yeah, for sure.
3: I really enjoy the episodes, and we don't get a lot of them, but I enjoy the episodes. Episodes where the B-team holds everything together. Like, <laughs> they very much it. are like, we can hold down the fort, you guys go take care of whatever is happening in space. It, they effectively
1: yeah. save the day. Yeah. Know? Like, I love it.
3: Like, we call them the B-team, and, like, that—that that is, I think, a fair uh, way of referring to them, because they are... But They're not do. the
0: lesser team.
3: They're not the lesser team. Exactly. And real quick, since we're kind of there, I do have a note that I cannot pass by, which yep. is um, when Bismuth is explaining what the Rejuvenator does. Paradot yeah. does drop a comment about how it would have been terrible if she her got, if she got rejuvenated because she would have lost all of her character development.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can I just read through my notes for this full section? Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, like eight of them. pop them out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who we are. Uh, so glad Bismuth finally got a song. Yep. Uh, Lap. Lack- saying i'm still on the fence about killing steven i, I kind of loved that yeah, i know it was a lot cute. of people off i thought it was hilarious oh it was funny uh, as shit yeah i like that even as a messiah steven still looks to garnet for guidance mm-hmm. yeah, uh, i appreciate how for bismuth dancing just means aggressively flexing uh, <laughs> i love
3: that the b team cannot power pose to save their life
2: uh and then uh the molten star is so fucking cool. If I were Steven, I'd bask in oh it and God. change my mind too. Always make your point with molten material, uh, and then spinels. Here we are in the future. Is an A plus example of comedic timing. Oh yes, per-perfect. and
1: also like very good like uh, characterization of her. Like you kind of are now getting like Hardcore maybe was later on. Rate. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. Also, That's I just wanted good. to
0: say the uh, the imagery of using uh, a weapon that resets. Uh, Jim completely being a scythe is great just a tiny little thing that's just a neat little detail that they used I like
2: that. That's
1: what it's the size, dude. Fucking... So and, then, uh,
2: <laughs> and then I just want to keep going here for a bit because we jumped ahead to this a little uh, for Isn't It Love. Uh, Peridot's natural state is digging through a dumpster. I have uh, a yeah. about
3: Peridot digging through the dumpster for danger as well.
1: The affection budding between Ruby and Sapphire is adorable. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the little she says to her, it's like, uh, I'm glad I got to meet you before I died. Right so good. I, I like tear up whenever oh. I watch this uh, in the right mindset, they'll yeah. say. Like, I can't it's like fuck that's the sweetest thing someone could say to you is at least i got to meet you as they're dying like oh i cannot blame her for jumping you know what i it's mean really, like, i would have jumped too
3: it's a really nice parallel of um when they first meet
0: yeah yeah
1: exactly that aspect of it. but yeah also i think it definitely uh is like two ways of forming garnet i don't know it's like very they're both it's, equally it's a,
0: valid oh my yeah God. and they're both
1: like a leap of faith kind of it's like oh uh, yeah. we're gonna do it Uh, So, yeah, I think it's always, it always work well as a parallel for um, LGBT issues and whatnot. So the song.
0: There are a few moments in, like, certain pieces of, like, media that I consume where I can say that, like... The first time I watched it I legitimately got chills. I legitimately got chills it's when I watched the Garnet Trancing. sequence. Yeah.
2: Everything about so good. I love the I love the animation just like the whole design of that sequence how psychedelic it is. I love the song itself too. Mm-hmm. Like I I genuinely think that like Estelle just delivers the best songs on the show mm-hmm. whenever yeah. she gets to. And uh like this probably would have been my favorite song if it were like twice the length.
1: Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and it also kind of feels just like it's part of this catalog of Estelle, like, bangers inside of ah. it. It doesn't, it doesn't, like, it doesn't stick <laughs> out among I honestly, yeah. Pearl's best moment of the fucking movie, I think, setting up the staircase for Greg, and That's then he just amazing. stumbles out on top of it, just like ah, like I love this, I love that so fucking much. It's my favorite moment of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that, honestly. It,
3: it works every time.
1: But, uh, I, I I I like this whole sequence. I like Garnet staying as like um young Garnet. Like that was, yeah. that, was yeah. that was cool Got to see proto Garnet. Garnet.
2: It's really funny to see her because like when we watched that origin story, it was like a full crisis panic mode thing, and it's so funny to see how different. She is when she gets to fuse for the first time in a non-dangerous setting. Yeah, it's yeah. almost
1: like it's almost like it's much better for somebody.
2: here yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's like finding love not on the battlefield is better. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Yeah,
2: you hear that,
0: Kojima?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he's looking. Thank, he's, like, thank you. for down, laughing like... at that. that was... I was thinking. It was about it, it, it was, yeah. was swinging. I liked it. It was good oh um, my god
2: and now no matter what oh my god song is so good it was so weird how amethyst reset made her like a mannequin, like mannequin almost yeah yeah, yeah, well,
1: it's, yeah you remember at the beginning of her life she just like mimicked rocks and just sat around with rocks all day i feel like she probably was a little bit weird when rose met her like yeah. very weird like you know? oh wow, that's right uh i really liked the one we in, in the studio uh, I I have just I'm, I'm never name some of the paintings in here are amazing. There's one with her with leopard print leggings. Vidalia is really good at what she does. Yeah, she's. I just love the, the designs that they. Mm-hmm. These are all very cool. Like, like like it's 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 great to see a piece of art that has a good proper composition as animation, and then behind it there are props of art that are also good art. Like that's very. Actually, like, you know, it's like, it's that's funny because nice.
2: isn't it really interesting whenever like they have to make art as something that exists within the context of the world of a show. Because especially when it's, like, supposed to be really good or whatever... Hello, I've
1: returned.
3: Oh, hello. We were talking about um, Vidalia's garage. It's kind of
1: like when they have a show within a show. Rebecca Sugar or whoever has to, in
2: that moment, kind of agree with the notion that whatever a character is creating is like the same as something that would be museum quality. So it's like, how do you create something, a piece of art that yeah. uh, not only is
4: decent or whatever, but also translates the quality so of what it's supposed to be in the, I, the medium?
1: I, I, I have a, no, I, I think I know how. So I think there are indicators on the art the design-wise that it tells the viewer semiotic like, so using symbols, Basically, uh, and by some okay, some he's, he's getting into like semiotics and shit. Uh, but just they use visual cues to tell you that it's good. So like, there's one painting that's clearly a reference to Warhol. Then you have got a painting that's just like a very like simple drawing. So it's like, oh, she's got a big range. Then there's one that's like, mm-hmm. uh, you got a. I'm literally looking at one one shot. And then you've got a painting of amethyst uh, from the side, so she's like clearly doing portraits of her full body. I'm trying to the word for it, like a figure uh, figure paintings. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Then she's got a picture of her looking towards like a light, clearly looking back. It's a weird. Like, it would be hard to paint. Our uh, indication that there's light uh, in front of her, so it's like, oh, she's also painting with like shading. Then we've got, oh, she's got sculpture. We've got pan- Amos is under da- upside down, so there's weird stuff. Then you've got like, oh, she's doing cubism. We've got the one that has got a background that implies there's a bunch of detail in this water, even though we don't have any of it. Like, so there's a whole bunch of stuff here to imply a bunch of extra detail, and that says to the viewer, this looks like good art that you've seen before. This is good art. So design wise, it's like the they're using indicators of good. Yeah, like, like this
3: person has range and you can like intuit from that that their art is good because they are practiced and
1: also you've been told that it's good so it doesn't need to actually be necessarily yeah Yeah, it can be very simple we just need to see some indication next to it to tell us yeah
3: real quick uh i do i do want to like kind of swing it back around um i find that it's interesting that blank slate amethyst Found her way to Vidalia's workshop. Like, yeah. like, just innately, she was like, "This is somewhere yeah. that is like safe." You know, yeah, Aww.
1: that's it's a nice. place. And, I think, and then, and then she found that one place that has pictures of something that looks like her. Like, I kind of like that whole. And then she's like, "This feels right. This feels like a nice place." Like, yeah, I, I like, like that um, a lot.
0: You know, like every like. When you delete a file on a computer, it's not really like you don't delete it. It's just the computer says, "Oh, this can be rewritten over to whatever you want it to be." So the file's still there. Like all of their yeah. memories and all mm. their thoughts are still in the gems.
1: Yeah, they're just ready
0: to be rewritten over by something new. Well, so we the know whole the self of-
4: is present,
0: right? That's how. Yeah. That's the whole solution. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. To, so
1: you know? yeah, I like how it, for Amethyst though, all it really took was like showing her a bunch of shit that she likes, like reminding her like food tastes good, and then being like, "We're homies," and then just like fucking. And, like, and also, this song, I really fucking love this song because it, yeah. it comes. I, I, I remember I liked it on Spotify sometime, and then it would come up a bunch of times, and I would be like, all right, this is actually very catchy. I'm going to let it play through. And then sometimes it would get stuck in my head, so I played again, blah, blah, blah. And it's just managed to somehow sh- like like circle around me constantly. Like, this song will play once a week somehow.
0: Dylan will agree with me on this because I know that he's a massive Amethyst fan, but like, the vibe of this song is so unique because, like, you get like you get like the core feeling of what Steven's relationship with Amethyst is. Amethyst has been Steven's friend from
2: yeah. the, like big sister. I really like, appreciate how Amethyst was the easiest one to fix. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah, one yeah. Be. yeah. yeah, yeah Because definitely they're the they're just
0: they're, such good friends. They're,
1: they're like yeah, she's she's almost like um, and I don't have any relationships like this, but I, I've heard they're sort of like this when you have a sibling that's much older. And then, they some, in the, for example, they're they're not in the house, or for whatever reason, they're not around.
4: Well, I'll, I'll, whatever point you're making, I can speak to. I've got a ten year old or a sixteen year old uh, younger brother who is ten years my
1: junior. Yeah, So, wow. I mean, so that feels less yeah. like you're like less like you're like we're brothers who grew up together as much as like we're like we're we are siblings, but we're also like able to be friends more than he would be also that'll get really, yeah. really great in like three years like i was shocked at my brother turning 19 i was like oh you're like a person now yeah let's yeah. hang on dude <laughs> yeah it was like very crazy <laughs> i was like oh yeah dude let's chill like what's skip, this great skip
3: right to that way, don't you yeah get through yeah. your bullshit
1: yeah, yeah. So, um, like
4: the this. tension is not there of brotherhood or whatever
1: i just want i just want to like for the audience like just really quickly just run through MSS. so she's whatever feral child childing out uh then she's picked up by Rose, so she is rose's like daughter essentially effectively right so she's rose's daughter for a while blah 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 and Steven comes along, and then she's got to, like, basically parent this kid, but sort of is in a big sister-y more role. As he gets older, and and uh, they all kind of fall apart a little bit, he fixes her sick in them. There's a whole part where she's like, you're better than me, and they are definitely equals in that moment, and they are, like, just... But I think because, because of her, they have a weird thing where she's legitimately his big sister, I think, basically, as, as Rose as the mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think their relationship is weirdly like she's parental at the start of the show, uh, but then she's definitively more like a big sister, and then now more like a friend or an equal. So yeah, I think I think she's a very interesting just past- just because like she was raised by Rose as well. It's, like, well, I think but I,
4: I totally agree with that, but I think there's also like I don't need to be like this person to you anymore because you are grown up. You don't need yeah. as many mentors or protectors. And you I, just need yeah, friends. I, and
1: the kind of mentors you need are not like me anymore. And what, what got her there was she fucking high fived her like they did like a. Fucking and, like, like, yeah. that's, like, that's... Yeah, yeah, And buds. then they kind of, like, like, like they did, like, the high-five, like, homie hug like, hug and they, like, and, <laughs> and they were roommates. And they were
0: roommates. Yeah, so, Ella,
1: she, she's back. We, we jump into, like, you know, the plot that happened before a little bit. I'm just, I'm just trying to move this a little bit because it's uh, 312, and I can only go to, like, 355 max.
3: I realize we we blew past kind of an important telling moment with Spinel. <laughs> well, Spinel tags along, and she doesn't need to because it's not about her in this moment, right? We the fans don't know who Spinella is when she shows up and we have no idea why she's so angry. And we get, we get our first hint when, um, she like refused to be left alone. And I feel (laughs) like with what we knew at the time about Pink Diamond and Rose Quartz, we can start to put together like, Oh, she was abandoned. We get to the score. scope of the abandonment uh, forthwith Okay,
2: uh, so to push us through let me just read some notes to transfer us from the end of no matter what to the start of disobedient I like how Nannafla is involved in this part of the story thank uh, god for Nannafla I, I love how Paradox Robinoids now have her fucking Kamina glasses. Oh, oh, my god. God. Uh, oh yeah. And now getting into disobedient, uh Lars is one line, Sadie, who's here cause it's the end of the world, Lars. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you guys were blowing past a very important moment, which is a classic which is a classic bad idea from Steven, which is he tries to lift the whole injector out of the planet. <laughs>
2: oh my yeah, god. You're yeah, yeah, right. that's bad yeah. and dumb
3: and dumb, and it's a one of Steven's ideas, and had He's he just dumb listened dumb to Peridot and not done a bad and dumb thing, he He's would have exacerbated the issue. It's boy. also,
1: yeah, it, where was Stephen's plan? Is he gonna, like, settle it down yeah, somewhere in the water? David, like no you're, you're next to the ocean, don't, like, this is dangerous. What if it gets into the fucking, it just got into the water, dude.
3: Yeah, and also your gem is fucking up, so, like, what, yeah. so it was a it was a very return-to-form classic bad idea from Stephen, and I appreciated that. and I mean, especially Appreciate Peridot was like hands in the air, like, I already tried that. Like, what are you <laughs> doing?
2: <laughs> yeah, Disobedient.
1: Yeah. Yeah. King yeah. He gets the chance to be cool in a song, but cooler than in the past. You know what I mean?
2: I really love that, like, Greg gave the nod for Amethyst to turn into yeah. Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome yeah. yeah. I, that I like that awesome. it was uncomfortable. For that everybody. was a really important moment for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely like, agree.
1: And I also like how Amethyst was acting the part really well, but then clearly was uncomfortable. It was like, yeah. this is weird. Like, this the, enti- really the, weird, the entire doing, like, bring
2: down at the end was just just really powerful where they're trying what they think is their last desperate gambit and it's not working at all yeah
1: Yeah. with the song disobedient uh, with like what what she's saying when when she is rose and it's like they got that impactful image of her weirdly to me that's the moment where i understand rose quartz better than i ever do any other time like in when i'm watching this movie i'm like how so well just because I'm, i'm able to see her as like uh Rose Quartz alone, instead of uh Pink Diamond, and this big complicated thing. I'm able to just see, like, you are a, a rebellion and it was complicated, and you just were, you got the fuck out of it. Like, okay, yeah, this was a mess, but like, I don't, and she's just kind of a tragic, weird figure. Yeah. She's like complicated as yeah. shit. I hate her for a lot of stuff, but I also feel like I don't know what you could have done differently. Oh, yeah. That I would have liked you more for a lot of this. She did you were, a bunch of you know fucked I mean? up
0: shit. And she's my favorite character in the show. I I think that the show does a really great job of being like, oh,
4: here's this beautiful deified rebellion leader... Uh, and then over time you're like wait rose quartz kind of sucked ass yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it was awful and then it kind of does a good job of, of bringing it back to like well what else was there to do right? yeah this was fucking well, gonna be complicated it, it, no and matter that's what.
1: kind of like on the left where it's like you need like i'm talking like the left not like liberals like because like someone needs to be perfect you need to have that right. this weird idea that someone needs to be perfectly clean and do everything perfectly right and, and it's like yes and i agree with all that and like i would identify as a leftist but i'm also going to say i know that sometimes, like, things need to get done and for that to happen, you might need to make mm. some concessions and things might get messy. I do agree yep. that that gets very, very out of control. But that's why I think, yeah, she's a very interesting uh, character as a leader. She's
3: an incredible character.
1: So when Steven and Greg fuse, there's a moment together. I don't think uh, Rose even tried fusing with Greg.
4: Fusion was just, like, another part of the gem oppression, you know? It was yeah, like, well, this and is also,
1: she, a... when it, when it, when it, she loves Greg being a human, largely, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, right, it doesn't want totally. to just be a thing to them. So, yeah, but I, I feel like, and then also the idea that, like, Harmonizing, play music is probably the best way to fuse easily. I feel like well, that's it's actually wow. very cool. Hell yeah! But so, okay, th- this is my favorite fusion because it has the best power in all of the universe. Commodore? Greg has to love having that much hair. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just being this beast to even be able to fly and shit. Like, oh man, that must have been amazing for a person who's ever. I mean, been able the flying
2: is great because I feel like. Yeah. Greg, Greg Universe is definitely the guy who, given everything we know about him, especially after that episode of Future. Um, mm-hmm. Is the guy who when asked if you could one superpower what would it be would, it would be absolutely flying. say flight yeah, it would, yeah. because yeah. it's just all like all Greg ever wanted was the freedom yes. yeah to be himself yeah so I love now that his power is not only to fly but to bring other people along yeah with it also
1: yeah. The, the the powers have when they hit Pearl with like that mind fuck the way I interpret that is Pearl's personally mind
2: fuck is my favorite yeah, visual of the same, whole movie
1: same exactly one hundred percent I that that sequence fucking like I I fucking love it but he basically Are in her eyes, so yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's there's also like, I yeah, I love that uh, effect on her, but also I like how it's like she literally goes through the second journey of like her life story being recounted to her, uh, basically. Yeah. But I think the the, the larger being that is she loses her sense of self and literally just is able to experience this in full this as a person whose job is to communicate ideas for a living the idea that you could be like I'm gonna give you a fucking like out of body psychedelic experience that I tailor is the most exciting thing I could imagine like oh my <laughs> god like I could actually get you to understand something
3: it's the difference that a mind link can make
0: I think Evan will agree with me on this mm, but not likely but, but nah. that is why when I'm uh, something that I wish was real was the, hitch, the hitchhiker's got of the galaxy point of view gun oh yeah yeah oh hey evan you did agree with him i know i was against (laughs) all odds he was trying not to
2: trust
4: me i could hear hear the straining i I can't (laughs) fight i can't and i won't fight a good hitchhiker's reference i i really won't
1: (laughs) i'll throw in a brava to uh what's her name amy man uh, it's but so good Finally got to, bring bring finally got to hear sing. It, was, it was cute to yes. bring her back It was nice Yeah it was like We didn't really There was no reason to have Opal there Besides we gotta hear Amy Man thing Which is usually the opposite That happens <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Ted Leo is the other half of Amy Man, And they, oh, they do music together all the time Which is why Ted Leo was the voice for Steg Oh and he
0: was great was awesome. I, I, And he I was feel great the, He had I one said,
2: real line of dialogue And he fucking killed it Yeah Yeah, yeah it was great
0: <laughs> I wanna uh, say the, Steg is a fantastic like Concept because I saw a tweet that perfectly explains it and it's like why does Steg look the way Steg looks? And it's Oh, I know
3: what you're about to say.
0: Yeah, because Greg and Steven both think so highly of each other that Uh, when their opinions of each other become a person, it's the perfect
2: dude. I love
1: that! Yeah.
2: It's that and also, like, I mean, I just love Steak. everything about him, like, is Greg with Steven's confidence, and he becomes just, like, the ultimate showman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was was amazing.
4: Uh, last thing I want to make here is that I think, um, had we gotten this, like, right after season one, right after... Not that we would, but you know what I mean. I, I yeah. think fusion has been decontextualized so much to mean so many different things. And it kinda hit me during this that it's not really just a romantic thing anymore. Where yeah, I it's, it's really relationship. Relationship. No, yeah. like relationship. Right, right. right. Yeah. Trust there it is. Yeah, that's totally yeah. it.
3: Steven was hedging his bets on this working because Greg says he's never fused before.
2: And then Greg acts like a fucking fusion champ. Yeah.
3: He's just hedging he was hedging his bets on uh their relationship being so strong that that it was would allow Greg to fuse with him
0: kind of a safe bet all things considered I don't think that's hedging